Hello, The Exchange, and to everyone listening, welcome to The Exchange Daily. Even though we can't meet in person, we still want to stay connected. As we've been saying, social distancing does not mean spiritual isolation. Today is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. To be honest, I was hoping to wake up this morning to headlines that simply said, April Fools, this COVID-19 thing, we got you. I was really hoping uh, the world leaders were going to do that today, but that didn't happen. Uh, I want to draw your attention to Psalm 13. Psalm 13, because David asks a question, how long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? Um, We looked at Psalm 10 on Monday about why, O Lord, and now I want to look at how long, O Lord. Um, I was thinking about all the things that I miss, you know, what I I miss right now. Um, There's a lot. I miss a lot right now. I miss being outside with people. I miss eating at restaurants, like eating inside with people. And I miss uh, people not avoiding you like the plague when you're in public. You know, and I, I actually even miss the gym a little bit, just a little bit. I miss Starbucks, my office, and different coffee shops just in general. Uh, but I was thinking about all the things I miss, and I really just miss seeing you guys. I miss everyone on Sunday. I miss everyone's smiling and greeting and hugging and talking and I just miss our conversations the people I see and meet and I miss just seeing the smiles when you guys reconnect over something and I really miss that face-to-face time that we've just had together and I'm asking a question probably like a lot of us are and that is how long like how long till we're back together how long till everything's back to normal what is normal will there ever be a normal I think we kind of all see this coming, but it doesn't seem like the the normal that we want to get back to might be the normal we once had. And so we're kind of asking the question, just how long? Um, There's so many timelines out there, you know, we've been given a date about April 30th and maybe even then things not being back to normal till June. But, you know, I think this is a question on everyone's mind, how long? And uh, the author, David, or the David in Psalm 13 he, he does ask, how long, O Lord? So I just want to read these verses because we did talk about why, why, O Lord. And uh, I want to look at that, another question that David asked, which is how long, O Lord? So uh, Psalm 13, verse 1, he says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Again, he asks us a few times, how long? How long? How long? Um, must I take counsel from my soul that I have sorrow in my heart? How long? You know, similar to the Psalms that we talked about on Monday, <clears throat> a lot of the Psalms just have that kind of feel to it where they just feel like God, they're, like we talked about, they're, they're frustrated or Lord, I feel ignored and And not just why, but now it's like, how long will my soul be in this place? Uh, There's a guy named David Kessler who writes a lot about grief. And he's really just well known for kind of exploring the stages of grief and things like that. And And he says this little phrase, he says, emotions need motion. Emotions need motion. And honestly, I find that very helpful where um, sometimes we have emotions and we don't want to express them. We want to kind of keep them to ourselves or we just we just maybe grew up where you kind of shove it down. And, you know, the Psalms are just so, so interesting because we, we all love the Psalms 
And then when we read them, we kind of go, this is actually bizarre. I mean, David's expressing anger, frustration. He's calling down like fire on his enemies. I mean, here, but here's what the Psalms are. The, the Psalms are David just lamenting. He's processing anger and grief and pain. Um, and here's what that is. He, he's allowing, and this is what I think is so good. When we process grief and pain with God, we're allowing the full range of the human experience to move through us with God. You know, really, when you see someone grieving, there's kind of, for, for all of us in this process, we're trying to get to the place of acceptance. Um, you kind of see us deny the, rea- the new reality we're in. And when you think about grief in general, there's this, this side where eventually you kind of accept it. You know, we just kind of go, I, I got to accept this. This is my new normal. And for Christians, here's what really acceptance looks like. Um, when we process grief and we process this idea of acceptance, it's like Jesus where we come to the place where we say, okay, not what I will, but what you will. Not what I want, God, but what is it you're trying to do? You see, David in Psalm 13 asks several times, how long, how long, how long? And he's like, God, hear me, consider me. I, I'm, I'm sick of this. But verse five, he has a turning point like he did in the other Psalms. Verse five, he says, but I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Really, there is this turning point where David says, but God, your grace, it's your grace, your steadfast love. I'm, I'm going to trust in that. I'm going to rejoice in your salvation. So just like we saw Monday, he has this anger, this frustration, this venting, and then he turns to the Lord in prayer. But here's the difference. Here's what I want to point out today. He actually says, my heart shall rejoice and I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I will sing to the Lord. You know, we, we talked about when you ask why questions, it's just good to wrestle with the Lord and, and kind of rest in what you know about him. But I think in the how long questions, it's good to turn to something else, which is singing. And here's what I mean. The church has been known for being a singing people. Like throughout, really centuries, I mean, thousands of years, we are known for singing. We're known for moments of crisis to have this joy of the Lord so well up within us that it turns to singing. And it's confusing for us and it's confusing for everyone. A lot of people don't understand, like, how can you, how can Christians sing at this moment? You know, he says, I will sing to the Lord. So I think of the story in Acts 16. You guys remember in Acts 16, Paul is in prison with Silas. They're thrown in prison because they cast a demon out of this little girl. And it says in Acts 16, 23, that they were, um, many stripes were laid on them. They're beaten badly. They're thrown into prison and they were, you know, chained up and the, the gates locked up. And it says at midnight, Acts 16, 25, at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. That is unbelievable. It's midnight, they're beaten, they're tired, they're exhausted, and they just start singing hymns. The other prisoners, and they're in there for who knows what, they're just listening, there's an earthquake, and listen, all the doors and everyone's chains were loosed, not just Paul and Silas's. And this is fascinating to me that, you know, they have the 
really the mindset to sing to the Lord in that moment. In the moment of pain, in the moment of suffering, in the moment of confusion, God, we are serving you. Why are we going through this? They decided to sing and everyone's listening. And it's in the midst of singing, their chains fell off. It's in the midst of singing, the bondage fell off. And yet they stayed. And if you remember the story, they stayed and the, and the jailer comes in. He sees the, da- the gates open. He thinks, oh no, everyone less left. I'm a dead man. So he pulls out a sword to kill himself. And Paul says to him, do yourself no harm. Like, do not harm yourself. We're all here. And the, the man responds. He just simply says in Acts 16, 30, he goes, what must I do to be saved? I mean, there's something that this jailer saw within Paul and Silas. He goes, I've been listening to you singing or there's something different. What must I do to be saved? I think that he probably heard about their God in the midst of their singing. He heard their hymns. He heard different theology and truths and doxology about God just as they're singing. And he goes, what must I do to be saved? And Paul simply said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. In the midst of suffering and pain, there's a guy who goes, I need what you have. I need this and I want to be saved. And I love, again, the simplicity of the gospel. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. Trust in Jesus. Submit your life to Jesus. Follow the, the way, the person of Jesus and the teachings of Jesus. Believe on him. You will be saved. And this is what he wanted. And in church, again, for us today, um, in the midst of the how long, I don't think any timeline would satisfy me. Like, to be honest, even if it was this Sunday, it's been too long in my mind. But I think in the midst of that, how long, like how long, how long, if we can learn, again, they didn't know how long they'd be in prison for. They didn't know how long they'd be in jail for. But if we can learn to sing, if we can learn to rejoice in the God of our salvation, I think that the world will see and notice and they'll go, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to have what you have? And let's be ready to share. Believe on the Lord Jesus. So church, here's my you know, we have like a meditation or practice or something to kind of commit ourselves to. I would love for you guys today at some point tomorrow in the morning at night, but spend, uh, uh, read a psalm and sing it. Turn on some worship music and just sing. Um, even just privately and you're like, I have a terrible voice, just sing, sing. I really have felt and experienced this in my own life where in a sense, chains fall off. You feel set free. So I want to encourage you to do that today. And, and lastly, here's this. Um, we, we shared this this weekend, but it just, it fits so well. And we're going to be doing this like starting all this week. Um, we are doing something called Jesus Changed My Life. Some other churches on the West Coast uh, are doing this. And here's the idea. Go to our website, theexchangechurch.cc, uh, hover over events. You'll see this hashtag Jesus Changed My Life. There's really instructions on how to just basically make a video sharing your testimony. Um, make a video sharing who Jesus is and what he's done in your life. And we'll kind of have some do's and don't do's um, when you make a video or what to, you know, what you can share, how you can write it out. But I would love to see our, our whole church do this where if we have over a hundred people sharing their testimony, thousands of people will see this in their feeds. Thousands of people will be hearing the gospel, seeing how Jesus changed their life. And my hope and my prayer, my response is people ask that same question, what must I do to be saved? And here's the thing, at the end of the video, we're saying um, share our social media like tag like, and, and just invite someone to church. Invite them out to hear the live stream, not to church obviously, but to hear the live stream. Maybe invite them over and we would love for them to just watch our Easter service. So please, we would love for you to be a part of this and do this. Um, and church, we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. We're thankful and excited to see what the Lord's going to do on 
Easter next Sunday. This Sunday is Palm Sunday, and we're just so excited to see how the Lord is going to use this. So um, let us be a singing people. Let us be people that brings those and shares the gospel and brings those to Jesus. All right, we love you guys. God bless you. Hey, if this has blessed you again, I just want to encourage you to share this with someone. You can subscribe to our podcast. Please rate it. That would help us. And um, listen, we love you guys. Have a great week. Join a Zoom group. That is it. God bless you guys.